You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed, and I am Mac Iverson. This is going to be short and sweet because this one's easy. Inflation. Some profit from it temporarily, but most normal people hate it because it means less money in our pockets. First, a definition of inflation. Inflation is not a rising of prices. Inflation is the value of money going down. It is just another tax that hurts the hardworking middle class the most. Next, let's talk a bit of history. Fiat currency became popular in the 18th century. It was politically convenient for regimes going through political crises to rapidly increase money supply, leading to hyperinflations. Let me ask you something. What happens when you, personally, being an average American, are broadsided by crazy price increases? You lose personal power as well as buying power, don't you? You're controlled to a certain degree. You're neutered economically. You're not taken to the streets if you're gnashing your teeth over paying your bills on time. That's why even hyperinflation needs to be controlled by the government somewhat so you don't totally lose it and really take it to the streets and toss these tyrants out on their backsides. But it's a fine line. Venezuela is such a deep state mess that its inflation rate is estimated to be around 900,000%. 900,000%. So that's crazy. But Venezuelans aren't taking it to the street so much because that hyperinflation insanity has actually broken the Venezuelans' willingness to rebel. They're hopeless. Satan has Venezuela in his fascist, communist, chokehold death grip. Satan is the author of fascism and communism throughout all of history. In 2007, the Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe issued banknotes of $100 trillion. That's the amount right there on the bill. I'm looking at it right now. A $100 trillion bill next to worthless. In 1946, the Hungarian Pingo was the largest denomination bill ever printed. Its value was 100 quintillion Pingos. Again, 100 quintillion, which is 100 million 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 dollars or Pingos. Almost all hyperinflations have been caused by government budget deficits financed by currency creation or government spending. What do liberals and fascists and deep staters love to do more than anything else? Spend other people's money. Money that does not obviously belong to them and done to excess forever as they would all love to do if they could get away with it. Stories of unbelievable hyperinflation rates are extremely common throughout all of human history. In post-World War II, Governments throughout the world wanted full employment policies to recover. When unemployment starts to rise, they had the attitude that so we must print more money to try and stimulate the economy. Result? Temporary employment gains. As long as you're fooling people, that's fine. When they're no longer being fooled, inflation results. The only way to stop inflation is for governments to spend less and print less. Simple. The only question is, do governments have the political will to curb spending? And that has to do with the will of the citizens of each country. 
Economist Milton Friedman compared this problem to an alcoholic. The good effects come first, the buzz. Then the crash comes afterwards. Same thing with inflation. Everything is good at work. We have more money for a little while. Then we start to wake up and the inflation crash is upon us. On the flip side, looking at the alcoholic, the bad comes first, the drying out process. Then, after a considerable amount of time, the good starts to show. Not a superficial good, but the real deal, a life-saving good. But there are no goodies to entice that alcoholic into good behavior, only the threat of disaster. So it's a lot tougher to do the right thing. Same thing with inflation. Inflation is easy because politicians tossing hard-earned middle-class money down the loo is very easy because it's not their money. It's yours. But if the government bribes you with goodies, so you will vote for these thieving, big-spender, low-life politicians, so you can both get your jollies, so they claim, but they're the only ones who truly benefit, not you, the poor tax-paying sap, because you're one of the proletariat, the on-purpose, poorly educated, and made unsophisticated by growing up in our government schools so that the bourgeois Washington, D.C. elites can then use us and abuse us, and all for their benefit. They are the codependent drug pushers of America, arbitrarily handing out goodies as favors to predetermined groups and shafting the conservatives who want to clean this mafia mess up. The real problem with taming inflation comes when we realize that sellers want prices to go up and buyers want prices to go down. But because we have far more buyers than sellers, our focus should always be on bringing prices down. Besides, even sellers have to buy stuff all the time. But once people have the goods, Medicare, Social Security, etc., they never want to give any of that up. But taxpayers can only pay so much. So now the government wants to cheat and shortcut the system by creating fiat money out of thin air. Create it digitally. So now they have all the money they need to spend without raising taxes. So it's great for the politicians. They don't have to pay the piper. So their careers are solid. The rich are okay. They donate to these politicians. They have loopholes and write-offs. But the middle class gets destroyed, and that's what they want. There's no gold standard anymore, so the sky's the limit for manufacturing as much money as they want, out of thin air. Inflation is just another tax, and it hurts the middle class the most. Governments create inflation. Again, it doesn't hurt the addicted to welfare poor. Being truly poor is now a huge special interest. And it doesn't hurt the rich. They can charge more selling their goods and services. But it annihilates the middle class. And again, that is exactly what the deep state wants. Because we are their political enemy. And inflation is a key tool in their arsenal against us. The deep state tells us we need a 2% inflation rate every year. Their reasoning? 2% is low enough where people would not notice that prices are going up constantly. They also say that less than a 2% target risks deflation, which would cause problems with unemployment. But wait a moment. Since the COVID scam, hasn't unemployment been a major goal of the deep state? 
And those effects are long-lasting to this day because of welfare, bailouts, lost ambitions, and broken dreams. Sounds like a fresh new voting block to me. Voting for, you guessed it, the demon cat, demon rat Democrats, just as planned by the deep state mafia. When the Federal Reserve prints money, that increases inflation, currently by nearly 4%. That means your bank is only paying 1%, and so you're losing about 3%, and with compound interest year after year. You are being punished for doing the right thing, which is saving money. The powers that be want you poor as a pauper. $150 would not buy as much today as $20 would in 1960. The government is absolutely raping your savings account. But we don't need reparations to be paid for by the middle class to right this wrong. We need simple justice, which means a small and inobtrusive government. And that is all that it means. To stop inflation, stop the printing of money. And guess what? Inflation stops for as long as that money is not being printed. Sounds easy? Sounds simple? That's because it is. It's a massive deep state lie that prosperity causes inflation. What total nonsense. The truth, government spending causes inflation. To sum everything up, the government pumps trillions of dollars into our system. Some of it flows through to average people. They have an increase in earnings, so they freely spend. Goods and services go up in price because all the consumers are now spending more. So now these businesses want a piece of that action too. This is inflation or too much money chasing too few goods and services. So it all starts with government spending, which is obviously controllable. It's all a matter of political will. Will the people will lower government spending and thus lower inflation? Imagine going back to the early 20th century when $1 bought a lot, comparatively speaking. We can still do that, perhaps not to that degree, but it boggles the imagination to even consider it. What would our economy look like if there were no Federal Reserve Central Bank? Just visualize it. Banks would be offering low-interest rate loans, encouraging people to open new businesses, and recommending 1% interest loans to pay off high-interest rate credit card debts. It would be wonderful. All of the minor boom-and-bust cycles are gone with the Federal Reserve. The ones in power want one foot on the accelerator and one foot on the brake. The engine raves, but there's little progress. This is what the powers that be want for us. The Federal Reserve claims that they are the arbiters of sanity in an economic jungle, and they are there to protect us. It sounds good, but what is wackier than printing trillions and trillions of dollars under the guise of keeping our economy safe and stable? That makes no sense at all, except to the deep state players. The deep state mafia is everywhere. So why wouldn't they use their considerable influence to control the Fed when our personal economies are so important to us? It benefits politicians when America is always walking that tightrope, with high inflation on one side of the abyss and high unemployment on the other side. We're too busy to even notice their corruption, let alone to do anything about it. That is the hope of the dopes of the deep state. 
Also, it's hard for just us normal folks to understand what their dark, dystopian, evil vision really is for us. To quote the Swiss psychologist Carl Jung, Where love rules, there is no will to power. And where power predominates, love is lacking. The one is the shadow of the other. So they don't know what Christian love is. They only know its opposite, which is a lust for power. Carl Jung also said this, The healthy man does not torture others. Generally, it is the tortured who turn into torturers. Now, it may seem like a bit of stretch to you to identify that quote with what we're talking about. I don't think so. Because inflation affects so many people. Think about all the depression and the suicides that have come since the beginning of human history, all because of economic woes. And it is folly for us to assume that the powers that be, the deep state mafia, does not know what they're doing. I don't believe it for a second. To simplify everything, obviously we need two things. Number one, a growth-oriented physical policy. And number two, a strong dollar monetary policy, and we have neither. The Federal Reserve is wanting a recession to conquer inflation. No other options. Solutions, number one, cut government spending. Number two, shrink the government. Number three, cut taxes to fuel private sector growth. And number four, we need term limits to force the government into a part-time role. We all know this works, but there are too many people on the dole and thinking of themselves. The Democrats always fear-mongering that Republicans will cut Medicare and Social Security. That, my friends, will be the last thing the Republicans will ever do. Please remember to go to Twitter and leave a comment at NoPCAllowed, spelled A-L-O-U-D. Again, go to Twitter at NoPCAllowed, spelled A-L-O-U-D. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.